Good evening, everyone. Welcome to episode 18 of the 5-1 Formation podcast. My name is Alex Karabatsos. I am back this week, and yeah. I'll be your host for today. Uh, joining me are the other members of the podcast. We have Antonio Canales. What's up, boys? We have our boy Tommy Siebos. Yeah, yo. George Georgiusis. Let's go. And uh, last but not least, uh, Anthony Paradiso. What's going on? So, uh, very tough news. We're going to start off right away with a big bang in this episode. Uh, Premier League talk, Okay. Uh, it is a rough, it has been a rough week uh, being a Manchester City fan. A rough year. <laughs> oh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be rough. Uh, so basically, Manchester City have been hit with a two-year UEFA uh, Champions League ban. This just rocked uh, the soccer fan, world. The soccer, yeah. Basically, the soccer world just worldwide. It was just, it was just like the craziest news you could possibly fucking hear. So... Uh, basically, what I what I want to know is what you guys think this means for the club, the players, the coaches, the fans, and the season that we're in currently, because uh, this FPP, basically financial fair play thing that they were caught with, there has been rumors about other clubs getting hit with this, but they never either they got caught or they weren't proved like it wasn't proven, mm-hmm. and then but now for Man City that it was actually proven, it's official. Uh, and I need to know your thoughts, guys. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to you guys, and then I'm gonna, as a fan, I'm gonna dive into it. Well, listen, uh, the, this is what's going on for now. They're obviously Man- Manchester City is gonna grab all the top lawyers they know and, <laughs> and appeal this. So this is what it is for now. Is it worrisome for the club? One hundred percent. Do I think if they stick with this ban, two-year ban, will players leave? 100% I do. Uh, players nowadays, their top goal on, in club level is Champions League, that Champions League trophy. And if they have two years removed from their career, not being able to, to, uh, to go for that title, then I think they're going to look elsewhere. 100%. Me, the big question mark I have on Mind City right now is, what the hell happens to Kevin De Bruyne? <laughs> Yeah, that's If this one. happens, I don't know if Kevin De Bruyne stays and says, listen, I'll stick with you guys for two seasons. But I, if I was him, sadly, I know Alex is a Man City fan, but I would say, get me out of here. He sadly. Was, he was the one player that came to my mind when I saw the news. The first person that came to my mind wasn't even Pep. It was Kevin. Yeah, 100%. Like, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with yeah. him. I can't, like, there's no way he doesn't want to play Champions League for fucking two years. He's getting older. So it's like, you're going to miss, like Antonio said, you're going to miss out two years Two full years of Champions League? I don't see it happening. I think at most they're going to lose one year. Okay, so I, you think uh, that they're going to appeal it and then they'll be able to yeah, get at yeah, least one yeah. year? To, to Two years is crazy. It's a, it's, a, it's, it's a lot, especially for a big club like Man City who, right. who, who have the money, who have the star power, and who have the attraction, and they could obviously uh, yep. they compete in, in Champions League even though they haven't been successful and they haven't won one. Right. But um, – I would, I would say, kind of like what happened with Chelsea, they said they were going to get banned for a year and they appealed mm-hmm. uh, the winter, uh, the winter um, transfer. The so, winter transfer window, yeah. Yeah, the winter transfer window. So I think at most they're going to get one year. one year. Not two, but you never know. If they do stick with this uh, two-year thing, though, um, that would mean that uh, KDB would be 31 years old. By the time it's up. God. And we all, especially I've said it before in the past, I truly do believe 
you could play at top level in Europe until you're like 32, maybe 33. So yeah, yeah. that's just a big point right there. These are his prime years, man. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, you guys pretty much nailed it on the coffin. Uh, to be honest, as a fan, it sucked because as a, as a Man City fan, because of X amount of reasons that were only relevant because of our money, we're only relevant because of uh, the players that we purchased. Um, as a fan, we've already been ripped on as it is because uh, we have no history we're, and that's what people tend to look at we have no trophies other than a few PLs that we've been winning the last few years yeah, in yeah, recent and, years yeah and we City have, got aided with a lot of financial help yeah basically and now that we've been trying to make our name for, for ourselves now um, it's frustrating to watch because we're going to get two years that we're going to fall behind I do agree 100% that we're not going to walk out of this actually being banned for two years I still think it's going to be minimum one or maximum one, rather. Um, what it means for Pep, I mean, he did confirm that he said that he's going to stay. Uh, Sterling as well, right? Yeah, both of them. When, Raheem. It was, like I said before, it was it was reported. It, when push comes to shove, we'll see what happens in the summer. Yeah. Especially after the Euro Cup and everything and how players perform and whatnot. It's a, it's a, I feel like it's the same idea when you're flashing money in someone's face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imagine like yeah. Juve looking at Guardiola and saying, hey, we could play Champions League. And so, you already have a stack team to begin with. We have Ronaldo. Yeah. We have Delict. We have all these guys. Like, how do, you, how, do you say, how do you say? Yeah, it's up to him. Yeah. But how do you say no to that? And, and, and the only reason why I don't see uh, Pep going uh, to Juve is just because uh, him and Ronaldo never got along. Like, okay, that's okay. off the field, but like, not only on the field. The way I see it is this. Okay, let's disregard Juventus for a second. Pep Guardiola, I think the only reason why he was staying was to play, it was to win a Champions League. Mm-hmm. I think that was the ultimate goal for him, mm-hmm. is to win a Champions League other than Barcelona. And now you're taking that away from him. So what more does he have to, to give? You know, he's won two PLs, he's won an FA, I think, or maybe a, or Carabao or he whatever. Won he won everything. He won FA all the English okay, titles, so basically. He's won everything that you possibly can win with in Man England. City in, in England. England. Yeah. And now you're taking away the possibility of him the winning a Champions one. League. Yeah, the biggest one, which he hasn't won, yeah. like I said. Besides Barcelona. Besides yeah. Barcelona. So uh, and like, for me, yeah. for me, that's tempting to, to kind of like, I know it's a bit cowardly, maybe. Some people might uh, think of it that way, but... I think he's going to dip. No, but I don't think that's why. I think he wants to, to de- show develop that, he, that reputation that he wants to... Because now he is he has that reputation of just going just, team to yeah, team. Exactly. When he'll stay set. three, four, four yeah. years. The team is already st- uh, stacked. He'll, he'll buy players that he, that he wants. He'll sell players that he doesn't like. And then yeah, him, wants, it's like small project. It's not long term. So he wants to go against that, rep- that stereotype, that reputation of, of him doing that. Oh, yeah, he, wants to, he wants to let his fans know and let the franchise know that I'm here. I'm going to go through the hardships. Because yeah. I want to win it with you guys. Um, yeah. I guess stick with the bad times and the good, right? That's it. And some players did it for Juve too when they got relegated in uh, 06. 06, yeah. After Roughly. The uh, so Gigi stayed along, Chiellini stayed along, etc. You know? uh, so it's up to the players and they, if they want to have that team in their hearts. At the end of the day, that's what it comes down to but rather than that over money. But if you compare like 2006 to like now, Money has so much of a of a of a say of a say oh, man, yeah. in modern football. Yeah. You would think that maybe players might not stay. I think another True. reason why Pep would stick around is because of the money. I don't think any other team could throw as much money in Pep's face as Absolutely. Manchester City. Yeah. And uh, I, listen, he also stated earlier this week that uh, he's scared to be sacked, even 
uh, if he loses to Real Madrid in Champions League. So this goes to say, if he isn't sacked, you know, will he stay? Yeah. So I don't. He, he has expressed in an interview uh, with I think Sky Sports that uh, he, he's scared he's going to get sacked but if I, he loses against Madrid. That's big. So. But I don't. I don't think with this whole financial fair play business, I don't think City the board are going to sack him. They're going to try to keep him as much as they can. But I like okay. that point that he brought up because. I don't think Guardiola has ever been sacked before. Ever. No. Or at least in top league football. No, no, so no. He, doesn't want that. he hasn't been sacked ever. Right. Ever. So I don't think that's a good point because I don't think he wants that stain on no. his legacy either. I he wins and leaves. He's been sacked before. Yeah, he kind of steps down from his position and yeah. takes on a new challenge. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the same it. thing. So but Even now, like, to finish off the season and to go into Champions League how, as a player, how the fuck do you... Like, get motivated? Maintain your focus now. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Like, it's like, get it done now. Because we're not going to see a CL spot. You know today. what? That might be a huge motivation uh, yep. for the whole team. Like, yeah. This is the year. I think if I, we want to yeah. win it, this is the year. The yeah. league is done, right? Liverpool, we, yeah. we can confirm, yeah. like we've been saying, like <laughs> practically all year. Yep. Yeah. They've got it. Now their bet, their best shot and only shot. It's like it's a, it's an yeah. all or nothing. Yeah. Put all put in all the chips in. I think that was the title of the documentary. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, all or nothing. You're right. That's true, though. Like, so it's either like it's I I I agree. It's a it's a huge confidence booster to just do that. Uh, listen, this is it. They want to fucking remove it. Uh, remove our chances for Champions League in the future. No problem. We're winning it now. So uh, and also to compare it too, like I understand you're breaking regulations. But compared to the 06 uh, Juve and uh, Milan controversy back in uh, Calciopoli, which was actually fixing games, like, settle down a bit. So uh, we're being regulated to League Two rumors now uh, that they're saying. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, what are the rumors? You guys were spinning all kinds. Just to let the, the listeners know, what, what other rumors are there? So the biggest rumor that I heard out of all of this was that part of a punishment uh, for the ban or an additional punishment would be for them to get relegated immediately or after or the season after to uh, the championship, which to, is League Two. To, yeah, to Division Two Division English, two. English football. Which I, I mean, which is the biggest thing yeah, right now for I Man City fans. I think that would be the biggest uh, over Champions League. I okay. I the the only reason why I don't see it happening is because of the whole money business. Uh, Premier League. Isn't gonna isn't gonna want to lose one of their top dogs? You know how much money they bring in just on television broadcasting worldwide. Yeah. So as a business perspective for the English Premier League, it's a bad move. Manchester City brings in a lot of money for the EPL at the moment because of their star players, because of their star coach, because of the way the way they play. People legitimately enjoy watching this team play. So if if there are rumors going around that they would go to second division, personally, it's a dumb move on the on the Premier League. Yeah. It makes sense that it wouldn't happen. I could see what you're saying. Uh, but this was, don't forget, this was UEFA's decision alone for the European side. So for the England exactly. side. Exactly. I don't think they uh, they can't put their, their hands in uh, English, uh, in the that's, English pond. They no, can't. They, could only, they only have a say in the European championships. No, but I think this rumor would be directly from the PL. Right. Not from UEFA. They wouldn't okay, have any that's touch. That's exactly why I don't see it happen. So, so that rumor is pretty steep. But okay. I heard other rumors concerning about the PL. I heard that um, they were to be stripped of their title the year that Manchester United 
had finished second place with Mourinho, and that and Mourinho had quoted that that was his best season ever in his career, which is like nuts to say. But anyways, go figure. And all there's that, and also there's the fact that they might be deducting them points this year. Uh, maybe not deducting points, but they were saying that if City finish in a top four place this year, that they were going to exclude them out of Champions League next year and include the fifth position place yeah, for Champions League, yeah. which, is which, is, which is huge for teams like Chelsea, Tottenham, Man U, who are, Wolves. Who are, Wolves, who are all in that Everton. position trying to fight for Champions League spot. So. Imagine being, though, no, but that's the thing. That's another thing that um, Sheffield, that to don't mind. forget Sheffield. Sheffield, too, yeah, yeah good, uh, good mention. Um, imagine being those clubs now and, and having an opportunity to make Champions League at fifth or sixth place. When you know that those fifth usually, place, not sixth fifth place, fifth yeah. place, but those are usually the heights that you can make that you can reach without having to fucking battle the underdogs for the uh, battle the the, the juggernauts. juggernauts. Yeah, the juggernauts. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. if I was like the coach for those uh, for those teams, I'd be like, guys, this is it. Like this is a uh, a once in a blue moon chance. Let's yeah. make Champions League. Win the fifth place. Can you imagine? Imagine Sheffield in the Champions League. Yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. It, it's, it's going crazy. up against big teams. So I want to see something, okay? Because I only started being a fan of Manchester City about two, three years ago. As of recent. As of recent, because of the documentary, right? Yeah. yeah. But what's crazy is I only started watching football religiously was when I met you guys mm. about like almost ten years ago, mm. and I never had a team. You guys know this. I never had. I never followed a team. Yeah. Like I follow them now. Like I follow yeah. City now. So for me, it's like an hour to the chest. Like I just became a fan of these guys, like recently. So for this to happen, it's like this, like it blows. You know what I mean? Like for just, sure. <laughs> obviously, I'm gonna. Someone asked me today, "Are you gonna stay being a Manchester City fan at work?" I'm like, "Of course, I'm gonna." You're gonna go to United. No, I'm gonna stay being a fan. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm gonna go through the rough times like Antonio said before. But yeah, I'm gonna stay sure. loyal for to sure. my club, and whatever happens, happens, and we gotta go through it. That's yep. it. What do you have to say about this though? Like. Uh, about, I, about them like being caught with like the money with the financial fair play like if if they got caught and and uh, it's proven that they actually did this then so by, be, by so all means, yeah. means you know I'm not well, someone they didn't get caught this is but there's right. the but there's still investigation the and there's of course and there's, yeah. still there's all kinds of uh, things to go through all kinds of documents to yeah. to go through this yeah. is you know what Man City could even do is delay them in the courts so they don't get the ban right away so they could keep no. the players they have on contract. So if they get good enough lawyers, they could even uh, postpone uh, the, this, uh, this ban through, yep. through the court system just to, 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 because it's, uh, uh, the, what is it? It's innocent until proven guilty, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's their system. So I think they've been prepared. Yeah. They've been waiting. You, yeah, think, yeah. you think they thought they had this coming? They yeah. saw it coming oh, and course. they're like, yeah. yeah. 100%. yeah. Mm. They had so their lawyers ready. Basically, just to, to, to tell uh, the, to, sorry, to Inform. tell the listeners yeah. what this financial fair play rule is, is basically they spent more money than what they received. So they, they overspent. That's what it is. Yeah. It's harsh. Instead um, of, uh, they, they're always uh, over budget. Like I think they should figure out a way to penalize the organization and not fully penalize the players and have to suffer for it. Right. Because stripping of a title and getting regulated to two, bro, chance of a title. Oh man, bro, get serious. Like, and there's also uh, they're getting hit with thirty million dollar fine. Mm -hmm. Don't forget that about too. that. That's one. that's directly towards the franchise, which is um, no problem yeah. with that. Fucking put it to hundred mil. Charge them whatever, bro. Yeah, but then, but then, if you were to only charge them with the fine, 
no, not they're just gonna once. they're gonna do it every year. I, I never said. And that. if no, you no, keep no, them playing, he's just, he's just trying to like. Okay, okay. Do figure out another way to like penalize but them how? and not make the players suffer that much for the no. transfer ban. Transfer ban is a good point. Yeah. Uh, the fucking increase the fee to whatever amount it has to be, and I'm I mean obviously I'm thinking shit off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah, no, but, but he's right though. How no. the how the hell wasn't it just a transfer ban? Like it's a fucking ban, an entire tournament ban. Like for me, I was like, that. That's fucking nuts. I've never seen that before. I know I've only started watching that. Even um, starting the, the the new season off with uh, negative points, that's or fine. Anything. It's fine I agree. Also. I agree. It's it's it's. Anyways, to to strip a title off a player, I agree with Anthony. That's a little too too harsh when they weren't kind of like they at fault yeah, for what happened. They weren't the directly involved. So I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I will say though that I'm more worried about uh, certain players than losing Guardiola. As much as I love Pep. Mm-hmm. I'm more worried about losing uh, certain players. So like Groin, Sterling, uh, Sterling uh, Guerrero. Uh, I could see him leaving much earlier now than he was scheduled to. Leroy, uh, Leroy is gone in the summer. Definitely gone now. That's can, I can confirm. Fernandinho. It's just funny because Aguero said like, "I'm not leaving Man City until I win the Champions League." Yeah. And uh, now he's after wait two years and he's not There's young no too. Way, yeah, and he's yeah. not young. He, you know what though? He did. I, I Aguero has done so much for City in terms of who they are as a club now and it's all thanks to guys like him company and david silva uh he has nothing left to prove when it comes to manchester city or and to its fans from what i'll say mm-hmm. but i just feel for him especially after uh, anthony just revealed the quote that he had uh, he had said i think this was maybe two three years ago i remember i even remember yeah. seeing that quote yeah. too um and i was always hopeful that it was going to happen because we were such a good team and we were improving every year it just uh, it's it's so unfortunate that this is happening for uh, the players. I, like he said, I'm I'm more worried about the players than anything. Yeah, I couldn't give sure. a shit about anybody else. So uh, sure. just to let you guys know uh, that Man City actually isn't the uh, first team to get this this type of ban. AC Milan earlier this year um, or uh, at the beginning of last year, I can't remember when, but anyways, they they're also facing uh, a ban for. Uh, for the 2021 season in any type of European competition. So um, they have until June 2021 to break even in their finances. They still have time. Yeah, but uh, fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and so I'm sure UEFA this is, is gonna... uh, it's just uh, going to show that, like, you know, that there's this stigma for Manchester City spending all kinds of money. Well, just... UEFA showing everybody that it's they're not only going after City. City. Basically, they, they also the have this uh, against AC Milan as well. Yeah. Yeah. Other big teams. They haven't like, had the highest financial uh, budget in guys, the last couple of years. Don't forget when uh, when PSG bought Mbappe that year that they got Mbappe, right away FPP was like they went They were all over them, yeah. They were all over them and obviously they didn't get caught. But they were still investigating that because it's a huge transfer and they wanted to make sure that everything was chill. But... They are looking at other clubs. Yeah, Any club that's, that's why they make... loaned him yeah, exactly. that season, and then they yeah. bought him the next. So, they so get look, I think I think we've discussed enough about uh, the city drama. Uh, next episode, if if something else happens during this week, for sure, we'll bring it up and we'll kind of discuss that as well. But I think if you guys can all agree that uh, I think we've discussed this enough yeah. at this yeah. point. Yeah, we've said our, our thoughts on that, and uh, we'll see what happens with that. But, uh, but yeah. yeah. Uh, in other news, uh, in, in the Premier League um, uh, world, uh, Sun Shit. scores a late winner for Spurs to push for a, a top three spot. But yeah, yeah. the thing with that is, is that Spurs are still ten points away from third place. So 
what I wanted to ask was realistically, where can they finish without Harry Kane? Go for it, Tom. You're the, you're the Tottenham fan. Realistically. Well, realistically, well, it shows every like even last season when we lost Harry Kane, yeah. we did just as good, maybe even better. Better, yeah. Sadly to say on Harry Kane, he's he's our best player, mm-hmm. but it doesn't scare me losing Harry Kane because we've actually put money into this club, and we have other other players now stepping up like Steven Bergvine, Lasalso, Getson Fernandez, and Dombele. So we have players now to to make us. Uh, Go far up the table, go further in Champions League. Okay. Obviously, it hurts not having Your a top striker, gun, yeah. a top gun like Harry Kane scoring two goals a game. But players like Sun now in the last couple of games has been scoring every single game, so he's stepping up. And I think realistically, if we keep going at this pace, we're I say third because honestly, okay. honestly, it's overtaking Man City. So I think realistically, if we keep up this pace. And keep up seeing a, a win, like getting goals every game, playing good defensively, and not dropping points as of like the last couple of games that we've been playing. I say realistically third at the highest. Yeah, because like even though even though they've been kind of shaky, like uh, like de- like defensively, like they ended up. If it weren't for Son, they would have drawn two two, and they would have dropped points yep. to Aston Villa. To yeah. Aston Villa, at least you guys are getting three points, whereas fucking Chelsea have just been. Dropping the ball yeah. at every occasion they can possibly they possibly can you know so for them to reach top three maybe top four I would think well yeah. uh, they only sit one point behind Chelsea right for yeah right it's now. gonna be a toss up for top four hundred percent and and ten points being behind Leicester I mean when we got Jose Marina we're twelve points behind Chelsea yeah and now we're sit one point behind and so Jose putting in that work so, yeah uh, next weekend Chelsea against Spurs yeah at Stafford Bridge. Which, so, which, man. Which, which, not gonna lie, I know this thing's for George, but I kind of did a big fist pump when Kante got hurt. So it looks like if if he's actually here, which I don't want him to be well, hurt. Well, confirm Tommy's an asshole for laughing at someone or at least being happy that someone got injured. What a well, well, you know what? Now what at this time, dick. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna get dick. over him. I wanna have well, Champions League next season. I mean, I mean. Uh, that's People, a big binge, man. He was grabbing his groin, right? I I didn't see because I only caught the game like maybe 15 minutes Anyways, after. It, it was, was early, early a, on the first half. It's a muscle half. injury. He's definitely not back for uh, the Tottenham yeah. game. And, and, so. it, and he has been struggling with that injury, I think, for a good part of the season. But it's like like what you were saying. Like, you know, like you're kind of like fizz bumping that. I understand. I, I know it's but a it's big like, thing to say. I, but, but, it, but it's like saying if, 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 somebody, if somebody were to play Barcelona... Yeah. And Messi was out. Oh, yeah. I you know what I mean? Anyone that's not going to fist pump, oh, we're playing Barca without Messi? Yeah. Hell Kante, yeah. Kante is arguably uh, your best player. Their best player. Most important player. I would think so, yeah. I'll say that. Best Me, player? Best player, yeah. Kante, yeah. For who's, what he brings who, to the team? Who, who, oh, who is better, to the team. better than him? Right now, who is better than him? Who is fit and who is better than him no, right no, now? You're right. Position-wise. Right. No, not even position-wise. The whole team. No, 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 the whole team. The whole team. Right. Who is better right. than him After right now? Looking De- at definitely Kepa is the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the coach. The coach, Kepa. Yeah. Kepa is the best. So good that he's been sitting on the bench and they've had that bald Argentinian guy, uh, Caballero. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? Good. Good. Because uh, Kepa, man, he gets me nervous. No, I this man. Guy gets me... Honestly, like, they played Man U today and... Uh, I was having a stroke at my house. I, I, I don't blame you. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. uh, just to continue before we, we move on yeah, to the Chelsea yeah, uh, sure. Manu game, mm-hmm. uh, I just want to say one little thing. It's going to piss you off, Tom. Look at this. Yeah, Look at yeah. that I'm, 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 I'm ready. You're fucking lucky Son even got that ball. 
bro. I, I don't know what the hell the center back for yeah. Aston Villa was doing. He was having a coffee back there. Like any Sleeping. day of the week, bro. Any championship uh, EFL second division player would have cleared that ball. Yeah, but that's where my question comes from. Jesus. Is they struggled to beat Aston Villa. How can you not? Obviously, you're happy. Well, listen, they would have uh, realistically, they would have walked away with a point, which isn't the worst thing. It's better than a loss. Okay. That's fair. So, I mean, they're, they're doing decent for having their top guy, uh, top guy okay. injured right now, Harry Kane. They got the three points. Three points That's is the, three points. And they, yeah. That's why at the end of the day, I'm happy we got the three points, but I'm going to piggyback off Antonio. It was extremely lucky. Like, I was sitting back. I'm like, that's it. We drop points against someone that's in the relegation zone. And, yeah. So, I'm happy we got away the three points. And we have a big uh, week ahead of us. Yeah. Leipzig Wednesday and Chelsea Saturday. Well, that is going to be a huge game. Crazy back-to-back games for, uh, for Tottenham yeah. coming up. And the game after is Wolverhampton. Yeah, so... So, we have a way... <laughs> My heart gon- ain't going to be able to take it, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Josie's got a tough, uh, tough couple of weeks ahead of him. That's, that's for sure. And, uh, go for it, Tom. One last thing, Alex. If, I know everyone rips on, Ho- on Jose Marino, but at this point... The way how we're going this season and, and like the, the way our team is, I wouldn't want anyone else at the wheel than Jose Marino. I, like I feel finally confident that we have someone that has been to the top in many leagues. Yeah. Has gotten stuff. sacked multiple times. Great. I love it. <laughs> no, but I understand what you mean. He has the... Respect. Three. Okay? He has the experience and he can do... He, he has the experience of managing a top, uh, a top, a top club and he... He he knows how to deal tough situations. He knows like the tough uh, the tough parts uh, of uh, going through the uh, yeah, the his season. Resume says everything. Yeah, you know he's yeah, got yeah, the yeah. sack, but <laughs> look at his trophy cabinet. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, for, for sure. sure. No, I, for sure. I just like bugging. Out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of Chelsea, they signed an incredible player. Uh, what was it? Last what week? What a deal! Two weeks man. ago. Last week. Last, Last week. What a deal! They signed uh, Hakim Ziyech, and I've, I've, uh, you guys know this from me. I've been waiting for this guy to get signed by, mm-hmm. uh, by a, a big team, a, a big team, because mm-hmm. he deserves it. He has an incredible left foot. He has incredible flair. Uh, and Bro, I have think you've seen the assists huge, that's this guy has done. Yeah. He's the top uh, assister in all of Europe. Yeah, absolutely. I'm He's, sure. I'm sure Frank Lampard saw that very well when 100. they when they played against but, us. But Alex, please tell everyone how much Chelsea signed them for, or allegedly signed them for. I believe it was going to sign him for thirty three mil. Like 30, <laughs> 38, 30, 33 to thirty eight. I believe. If that that's not a steal, under, under forty mil. Under forty euros. mil. Under forty mil euros. Exactly. So for me, uh, that's an incredible signing. Steel. I think release clause has something to do with this. Because that's too much of a steal, in my opinion. Way big of a steal. So I'm, I'm 80% sure his release clause has to do with why they signed him for so low. Yeah. But this is what I thought about the, first, the second I heard that he was joining them in the summer only. So when Chelsea bought Pulisic, it was the same uh, signing, basically. Yeah. So they, they, they signed Pulisic and he was only allowed to join in the summer. In the summer. When he joined them, he was struggling. We can all agree. Mm-hmm. He was struggling at the beginning with Chelsea. He found his way a couple of months after. Now he's injured. And now he's injured. But he was he was still doing well. So basically, my question is, is this same thing going to happen to Ziyech? I know it's tough to predict. But after all that we've seen over the years in soccer, how do you guys think like they're going to approach this? Go for it. Okay, so I'm going to be positive about this, right? Because considering that Chelsea lost to Man U today, and I'm in a pretty shitty mood about that. Positivity, I think he's going to do great. Uh, he has experience. 
Okay, he has Champions League experience. He's a diverse player. He can play Cam and on the wing. And also, he has Premier League experience too. So, just based on that, judging on that, and his performance in, uh, in uh, the Dutch League, he's the top assister, like you were saying. In all of Europe. In all of Europe. I think that has, I think that has something to say. Yeah. So Over KDB. I mean... It's Eredivisie. It, yeah, it's the yeah. Dutch league, granted, but I'm taking I'm taking everything with a grain of Guys, salt. But still, still a nice title to have. For that sure, was him. for it, sure. I'm sure. I'm sure it's a huge confidence booster. For yeah. sure. So I I love this signing. Yeah. Uh, well, we agree. saw uh, what Haaland did. He was killing it in a much smaller uh, league, and and he came into one of the top five leagues and, and killed it right off the yeah. bat. So I think uh, and if you have talent, bro, uh, you could do it, it anywhere. Anywhere. Yep. I know shot towards Pulisic, but. Zayek is a much better player than Pulisic. You find, and, yeah. And Pulisic in Dortmund really didn't do numbers like Zayek is doing. So you're getting a completely different type of player. You're getting someone that has been on the score sheet week in and week out. And Pulisic was, had his one games here and there, and that's it. But don't forget, Pulisic is young. Z- Zayek is, I think, a bit older than him. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure. They don't play in the, same, in the same position. Anyways. I think Zayek plays like Cam in right wing, yeah. whereas uh, Pulisic is strictly on the left. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I honestly, it's a great signing. It's a it's a fantastic Amazing, signing. Yeah. Fantastic signing. I wanted to say something. He's twenty six years old. He's twenty six. Which, which is small. Which is young as hell, man. No, his prime years now. Primo. It's a perfect, uh, perfect signing, man. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, perfect signing, considering that William is probably out the door at the end of the summer. Pedro too. He's these are old players, and they're the. They're, they need to go. They need to go, and they're similar players. They yeah, yeah. they play yeah. on the wing. Exactly. You guys need a good look, replacement. His main position, uh, Zayek's main position, according to transfer market and anywhere else, is uh, right winger. Yeah, because he yeah. cuts in. And, and like you said, he could play cam comfortably, no problem. It's kind of like the same position as um, as Mason Mount. Mason Mount, sometimes they shove him on the left, cuts into the middle. But he, he should stay in the middle, though. Yeah, yeah big time. I can definitely see... Th- this is a lineup that I would play. Pulisic, Abraham, uh, Zayek with Mount under Abraham. That's, that's what I'm hoping that they're going to go with. Yeah. Now, obviously, this isn't FIFA. You can't just decide what fucking uh, formation and player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it never happens the way you think it's going to happen. Uh, obviously, yeah. And that's if Chelsea's going to go out and spend money on a striker in the uh, summer transfer window. Like 90% sure they're going to do. No, to, they have to. to. They have to to give Abraham a push or else he's going to feel like he's not being pressured and he won't perform. Just before we end up uh, end off this conversation, last week we were speaking about uh, what Chelsea was going to do with their uh, with the uh, budget that they, they have currently because they didn't spend too much over the last couple of years. And right away, they're, they're doing their... Yeah. And a steal right off too. the bat. Right off the right bat, off they the got bat. a great signing at a great uh, price. It was, uh, it was a great management move. I'll give it to them. I think, it's, I think it's, it was really smart of them to wait until the transfer closed, the winter transfer closed, because everybody was freaking out. They were like, why, uh, why isn't Chelsea spending like they always do? And then next thing you know, a week later. Yeah. So uh, we're going to end off there unless you guys want to talk about anything else. You want to talk about the Man United game or no? We could talk about it if you want. I mean... Well, you, you tell me. You watched it. So, Man United won 2-0 today against Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea dropping the ball. Now Again. they stand one point in front of what Tottenham. What was the standout of that game? Sorry? What, what, was the, what stood out of that game? VAR. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm going to put away VAR. I'm, I'm not going to rely on VAR. I'm just going to rely on the team's performance. 
Okay. Uh, I think it's the same issue you've been speaking about all season. They just had so many chances that they blundered. So period. It's the, it's the same thing as every same week. thing. Yeah. And one last thing about what George said. Also, in the beginning of when we started the podcast, is that Chelsea's form at home isn't the greatest. Right. Oh yeah, they were playing at Stamford they Bridge. They played at Stamford Bridge. Yeah, good point. I mean. I didn't even watch the game, and the, the first thing that popped to my mind when I saw that Man U beat them was it's a table. It was a table battle. Yeah. And they got one up on them. Yeah. That time. was the headline for me, personally. Yeah. Um, Tammy Abraham injured, so Michi uh, got, got on the starting and lineup. I don't like Michi at all, to be honest with you. You got a shot in the nuts. We'll you get to what? that. We'll, get, we'll get to that. Dude, no. He had literally three, four chances. Yeah. Didn't bury them. Giroud came on. First, first chance he had in front of that, he scored, but they called it offside. VAR, they checked it. His foot was offside, apparently. I'm not going to get into it. This whole VAR situation, it's been... No, nah, he was offside. Honestly. Yeah, 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 it wasn't, yeah. It wasn't controversial. It was, but some people might think he was because of the shoulder, arm, whatever. Who gives a shit? I'm not going to get into For it. For me, it was a proper call. Yeah. We're not going to The thing it. I do want to talk about, though, is the challenge that... Well, that Harry Maguire did it wasn't a challenge, but he basically uh, fell... He fell off of the sideline and he kind of kicked up at uh, Michi right in the right in his nuts in the groin area, <laughs> and not even a card, not even yellow, nothing. Whereas the same thing happened to Hyung Min Son on Tony Rudiger Hyung when they played each other, and they got a straight red. And by the way, it was the same referee who ref that game. It's a little fun fact for you guys. I think. Um, Did they, you see it? Yeah, they should have reviewed it. But they did. They though. did. And it was the quickest review ever. They said no violent, uh, no violent conduct or whatever. I don't understand how your calls can be so inconsistent. If you're going to give a red card to one player in one game, you have to... Do the same thing for the Yeah, game. exactly. That, that's all I have to say yeah. personally. It was very similar. Bro, cleats up right in the nuts. Like, get serious. I'm you should, you should. And it was a blatant uh, kicking motion. Bro, not even a card. Is that a joke Just a slap on the wrist. And he, going. and he ended up scoring too, Harry Maguire. Yeah. So imagine he got yeah. sent off. That goal by Maguire would have never happened. The game would have changed. And Turned how, around. How many times have we seen that happen this year too? For sure. Yeah. yeah. But that shows like... I mean, do you want to add anything else for VAR before I want to add to my point to the lack of scoring? Yeah, go for it. No, but I just want to add to your point. Like, for sure. That's why they need... Uh, my striker ASAP. I mean, I love. Oh, sorry, love. I like Michi a lot. Him coming off the bench on a big team, but I think he should look. I mean, I don't know what his career plans are. Um, he doesn't even he, know. He's gone through like five teams in the last four years. That's why he's always been with. Uh, pretty always top teams. with pretty top teams. So I think he should go with a team like, like an Everton or a Crystal Palace or whatever. Uh, just consistent starting minutes. He's not getting enough. So now it's like. I don't blame him for not really performing if he's not getting the minutes, right? So it's a lot on your shoulders to uh, with a team up your ass and uh, the score against De Gea. But uh, maybe it's just the Premier League. Not too. Maybe it could. Yeah, because because he did he did decent in Bundesliga with Dortmund and he did decent with Valencia. More than decent. He killed it for Dortmund. No, no, I'm gonna correct you there. He played terrible in Valencia. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. But Dorman, Dorman, he killed it though. I remember seeing an M4 yeah. card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had one good week. Guys, I remember seeing an inform card when I was playing FIFA two years ago. Trust me, that's Valencia. the only FIFA, FIFA talk we're going to have on this one. <laughs> so I think we can end it off there. For, for sure, the man. Yeah. We're definitely yeah, yeah. going to come back to it next week and uh, talk about the big stuff that happened uh, until then. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, let's move on to La Liga. Uh, Real Madrid miss out on two points as Barca climb back. 
Uh, Real Madrid con- continue to be inconsistent in keeping the table lead. So basically, uh, my question is, why do you guys think they can't hold the lead? Well, listen, uh, Andy, we're even playing at home against Celta Vigo, where it's like struggling, bottom, right. bottom table, 17th place, 18th place type of thing. Relegation yep. zone. Damn. Relegation zone. Just so, outside of it. Yeah. Well, after the win, they are, right? <clears throat> listen, what I wanted to say about this game, the main thing is that although their defense has been top of La Liga, I'm speaking about Real Madrid, obviously, uh, just to give you a couple of stats, before the game, they had 14 goals against which is top of, of La Liga. Uh, Atletico were right behind them with 15 goals against before this weekend. And they top uh, the clean sheet table yeah. with 11, tied with Oblak for Atletico Madrid. So before this game, personally, the, their defense was amazing. But honestly, I watched the game and they were non-existent this game. I mean, the first goal was a simple uh, through ball. It looked like there was uh, one and a half guys on defense. You know what I'm saying? So not everybody focused in, not everybody there? It was a lack of focus, massive lack of focus. What I'm more concerned about is their offensive play. Mm -hmm. Like you're going down a goal. Sure, you get two goals to to take the lead. The second one was a a penalty, by the way. But you got to keep with it. They're, they're, they're not forcing the attack that much. That's what I feel. Yeah, I've been saying that for the, the, the entire season. Even, even though they had uh, Benzema and, uh, and uh, Bale playing. Oh, Bale was playing too. Yes, yeah. Bale started yeah. alongside Hazard, which, uh, who he came back from uh, an injury. This is his first game back after three months. So, Good for him. Yeah, but again, I, I like, feel like the... the uh, you know, you obviously you're allowed having one or two games where your defense isn't at top level, right? It's a 38-game season. It's a marathon. You're not going to be at top of the level every single game. But your offensive guys need to pull through once in a while also, so, you know? I'm very happy you brought up those stats for Real Madrid because everything that just told me was that you're getting absolutely no help from your your your, strike, your, uh, your forwards. Basically. You're I not. mean, Tony Cruz scored and uh, Ramos scored the penalty. Again, again. It's yeah. the fucking defenders in the midfield. Yeah. Exactly. Where's the production from the top? Yeah. The, the, the forwards? Kind of similular situation to Chelsea. I know. Oh, we're, but man, it's but, like... But, but, but Real Madrid, it's a different level because you have the, the star power. You have the players who've proven to score goals day in, yeah. day out, week in, week out, year through year. But it, goes, it goes back to what uh, Antonio and I were, were discussing before the episode began uh, recording is that... Uh, we were discussing how Real is technically having a good season because they're first and whatnot. And, and but from what, the way I see it is that they're it's not. A, it's a shit season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're just making it, it through. It's not a shit season, I would say. Let's uh, lighten up on that. No, but no. it could be much better than what it is. Now, well, to to, sure. to Real standards, exactly, it could be much better. Better. So maybe that's why I use the word shit. Yeah. So and the same not- thing with Barcelona, you can say. Well, unless we got stricken with the injury uh, bug, the yeah, unless yeah, we yeah. have an excuse. Yeah, but so but so did well, but Bale so was did. playing golf. Yeah, so <laughs> that's not really Hazard, and, Hazard well, yeah, got injured. You could say Hazard was injured too, but but and there is a big but. He wasn't playing up to his uh, price tag at all, like we mentioned various times. And it doesn't so help. Many guys are not so, playing to their standards. 
you know, James Rodriguez is not hasn't found his form. He hasn't played at all. He hasn't played at all. There's Isco not playing. It's like these guys, like these these talented guys that we've seen do absolutely incredible things before. It's Jovic. like they're, they're just Jovic. They're just sitting there. And it doesn't help when Ramos is playing as number nine in the last ten minutes of the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that hey, guy. Bro, he's the only <laughs> one that can fucking score. I've been trying Relax, to say this for the last five down minutes. Down I've been interrupted fucking. six times. <laughs> Ramos was a number nine the last uh, ten minutes. Me, yeah. So I, they're relying on a defender to get a goal. I heard that loud and clear. Trust me, that is hilarious. Oh, and I'm just picturing that because I have seen him that high before. And I'm not sure if it was with Spain or not, but I have seen him that high before. His and whole I was, career. I was dying of it's laughing. a joke. His whole career because he could afford it. With Let's, a stacked team like that, for sure. Well, so since, back to back well, games. In his defense, he went up to get the win because uh, when he was playing that striker role besides Benzema, it was right after they got scored on. Which, by the way, a beautiful pass from Barcelona product, Denis Suarez, to get that tying goal. <laughs> Insane outside curve. Just had to shout that one out. For sure. Uh, let's go back to Hazard for two seconds, okay? Yeah. So uh, I want your thoughts on Hazard's uh, form moving forward now that he's back from injury. This well, this yeah. first game, he comes back, doesn't really help out from what I saw. Mm-hmm. No, he uh, he did a good play. He, he drew the penalty for the Ramos goal. Okay. He was running in on the left wing, got in the box, got tripped up, penalty. So he did do that, but like I was saying before, not much else. Okay, no, that's why to have zero shots, zero on target. Yeah, as a forge, you need to get shots. Like that is not a stat you want to see as a coach. You know what I'm saying? Zidane must be, I was going to say pulling his hair out, but he has no hair. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking idiot! But uh, no, he must be stressing for sure. Yeah. Well, if you're not even, if, even if you're not getting shots on net, provide something, assist, because you know Hazard's been that guy but, where if he's not scoring, he's assisting. But besides that nothing, penalty, uh, nothing. The, yeah. the, the, the ghost when he got tripped up there, ghost. Yeah, I mean he did start the game mm-hmm. after a long three months, like I mentioned before, and he did play seventy three minutes, but. Uh, Real Madrid, what I have to say is that Real Madrid got to first place without him. They got to the position they're in with young guys like Rodrigo and Vinicius Jr. So I'm questioning, do they really need him at the moment? If he's playing up to his price tag, if he's playing up to standard, all for it. But they they got to the position they're in without him. So you're not convinced that he's going to be that much more of a help going forward? I, I think... No, I don't think so. Honestly, Oof. I think the season he's having and what I've been saying all season uh, that it's an off season for him. Yeah, I think uh, they should maybe rely on him to come off the bench. Yeah, but after spending that much money, exactly, don't, they're forced you, you, to go to him. I was just gonna bring that you're, up. You're kind of forced to put him in because you broke the bank with this guy. Exactly, and a little they have uh, no choice. No, they have no choice. And considering Champions League is around the corner for them, they're not playing this week. They're playing the week after. But they also have a game against Levante in, uh, this coming weekend. So if you want a team, if you want a game to bounce back from, I don't know if you find Levante strong. They they don't look strong on the table. You know what? They give uh, uh, higher teams uh, troubles here and there, but it should be. Uh, I say that's where Hazard wakes pass. up and yeah. says, "Let me get a goal or two this game, or at least show my name on the score sheet." I mean, now that he's fit, uh, if I'm in Zidane's shoes, it's it's a good option to have. Okay. And I see, I see it strictly like that, you know. Like Antonio said, you're, you're you're still in first place. You were doing fine without him. Now that you have that, it's a little bit of a reassurance in the squad. 
and rotation. Not first place for long for all the <laughs> We're coming for you, bro. We're coming. <laughs> no, it's true. Look out. I agree that uh, like I would honestly, before Champions League comes along, I would try him out again for Levante. Yeah. See how he performs. And if he again performs poorly, par, not poorly, but, but average, average, par. the average you know, like yeah, I would, uh, you know what, zero shots at all is poor. Is below it's zero attempts, yeah. Like I would consider Vinicius okay. to start against uh, Man City in Master Keys. And then bring Hazard on as like a, as a power sub or something. Because uh, like it's fresh legs, yeah. For it's the last it's completely minutes. unacceptable because we can't fucking continue to rely on Benzema scoring goals. He's thirteen. He has thirteen goals. He's one behind Messi. For top, yeah. uh, for the league leader in goals, like Bale, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, like, and the other, and the other uh, Isco as well. Like, like, I don't understand what's going on. I have uh, no idea. For me, I, I was just gonna say what Antonio said. Also, is that I'm not, uh, I'm not really convinced. I think Hazard has played enough games this this season, regardless of his injury, to uh, come back to form. And uh, I don't know. For me, I'm not convinced. I have uh, made my comments about Hazard in the past. Uh, this podcast hasn't heard it, but you guys have. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not uh, entirely convinced. Okay, this might sound like crazy, but I'm not convinced he's world class. Like he's a great playmaker and he's he's done some incredible things. I just don't personally. You don't think he's a galactical? I don't think. Mm, well, he, he's a galactical in terms of his status as a player. I just don't think he's world class. From what I've seen. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's a big statement. It's a big statement, it's a, it's a big statement but, but I'm going to stick by it. You're entitled to no, your opinion, for sure. Right. I mean, his status is because he's world class. That's why everyone's okay, concerned that's fair. about his play right now. I mean, granted, we're, we're kind of ripping on him, and he, it's his first game back. I'll give him that as a defense. But if I'm Zidane... Like Paradiso said before, you got to play him against Levante and see how he does yeah. and yeah. judge from I that. I think you'll start too. That's we'll what I said. I said because that's he is clearly fully fit, especially if he got yeah. the nod to start the game. Yeah. He's 100%. But so I think it's his own see fault, how he though. plays against Levante. I think it's his own fault. I think he came into this season not prepared. He was out of shape, severely out of shape. Yeah. And he wasn't prepared. Like I don't know what his mentality was. Uh, Top of the world, bro. Exactly. You, you know. finish strong. You finish the strongest way with Chelsea winning. Uh, yeah, you, you, you go to your league, dream club, and then you go to the team that yeah, you've always bro. played for with uh, your idol Zinedine Zidane. I'd be in the gym so, six days a week if nah, I. Nah, man. Some people don't look at it that way. Some people say yeah, I've check. Uh, no, but you, I made it. Both of you nailed it. There's there there are two sides. There's there's some guys that do it exactly how Anthony said, where yeah. they they'd be going crazy that they just went to their their dream club. Yeah, man. And there's some guys like you that you described are on top of the world and they just don't care because they've made no it. one's gonna, they've made it. No one's gonna say anything to them. I believe it's his own fault. I I completely agree. Completely agree. Um, Atletico get their tenth draw Ugh. of the season. Okay, and this is my question to you guys. Very simple Fuck. question, I and I want a very simple answer. <laughs> Are they the most disappointing team in Europe this season? I think the whole wow. season, That's a good question. definitely. Because, I mean, like we mentioned before, they did lose some key players like Godin and uh, Felipe Luiz in the back. But their defensive stats show that, that their defense isn't a struggle. It's more of their offense, like I mentioned before. Yeah. Morata isn't... Like, if you're a top team, you can't depend on Morata as your top striker. Period. He's, he's a nice uh, substitutional player. I mean, for the whole season, very disappointing. This game against Valencia, they tied 2-2. 
honestly, they look good. It was a nice back and forth game. I have to shout out Tomas because he got some crazy shots uh, on target and he was really trying to push through. But there you go. Once again, proving my point. You're depending on a, on on a midfielder, midfielder a center, center midfielder uh, player that's a good point. A center defensive to midfielder. get shots on net. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So uh, they need a top striker. And I think really the mid-season uh, January transfer, they should have pushed with all their might to get a guy like Absol- Cavani. Absolutely. I have Napoli neck and neck with Atletico. <clears throat> most disappointing team in Europe. That's a good comparison. That's, that's a good comparison. I, I agree with that. George? I mean, yeah. One of the most disappointing. Okay. Not the, but one of. Okay. Like like Tommy said, Napoli's a good shout, uh, shout out. Oh, Chelsea, Chelsea. Chelsea's there. Chelsea's there too. Chelsea's there as well. They are. They have proven to be top top level, just like Atletico. But yeah. Yeah, I uh, I would think so. Uh, I mean, both Madrid teams are having the same issue. They can't score, but they can defend. Yeah. Just one yeah. is getting more grinding out the wins more than the other. Yeah, well, one's pushing through. And Real Madrid have much more talent, talent up front. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, and you have Benzema scoring 13 yeah, rather than Morata and company not doing anything. So I agree. Napoli is a good uh, uh, good comparison. I would put maybe Napoli just a bit above them because Elliptical are still in the Champions League spot, whereas Napoli is stroking in mid-table. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, well, Barcelona's uh, Jordi Alba gets injured. Okay. And uh, I, we, now we don't know we don't know how long the injury is for. No, nothing confirmed yet. Nothing confirmed yet, but I there think is speculation that he's he's most probably going to miss uh, uh, the first leg against Napoli and uh, El Clasico. So yeah, so there's a couple of games, wow. and basically my question was going to be to um, where do you to go everyone. Well, where do you go from there, or is Junior Firpo good enough to replace him for the, the games to come? What I have to say is absolutely not. You cannot replace Jordi Alba's quality up mm. front and defensively, nor his speed because he's an absolute bullet. Um, yeah. But you know what? It's better than having a right-footed player playing on the left. Uh, last year, we had no substitute in the left-back position. So you know what? What I have to say is look at the positive and at least we have someone going up the, the left wing with a left foot, which helps any overlapping play. So yeah. so for the best. Uh, he fuck. He has done a lot of mistakes earlier this season. Let's just hope he could get a kick in the ass because these are tough tests ahead for for this young player, Junior Fipo. Mm-hmm. Can we all agree with what Antonio said? I yep. think it's pretty straightforward. Couldn't say it better. Yep. I'm fucking pissed. I when I saw him go down, man, I was like, yeah, because he's an important player too. He's to definitely he's one a of very, the most important very, ones. Yeah. The amount of the amount of plays he does up front is insane and like i said even defensively is very good just because of his speed mm-hmm. yeah. sure i didn't even realize if uh, fear pose dominican yeah so that's another american uh shut up shut up good times good times so i think with that we can end off uh, the liga talk uh while there was just uh, one more thing i wanted to add is uh messi got another assist okay like I mentioned last episode, he he did play a bit deeper this game as well. So I'm liking what I'm seeing. He's definitely helping out the midfield struggles for Barcelona. Um, there is another point to, to add, though, and it's a negative one. He hasn't scored in, in four games in a row in La Liga. And it's his biggest drought since uh, January 2014. Wow. I do have to add that he hasn't. he has been trying. He has a total of 31 shots, 15 Oof. on target. So I think pe- people are, are, are skeptical 
in the uh, online universe. But I think it, it's not something that everybody needs to uh, worry about. Like I did mention, he's playing a deeper role. He's helping out the midfielders more, giving uh, balls here and there. So chill. When when there's a big game, he's going to get us that goal. Don't you worry about that. Well, and it, he still will finish top of the La Liga goal scoring. I mean, considering that Hitafe are in third place, it was a pretty big game. Like you said, Hitafe were kind of like the, the, Dude, that the was... Leicester of... La Liga, let's, can we say? The the reason why we got a good game out of that and the reason why we won 2-1 is because we're in the Camp Nou. We, we really? were playing at home. Oh, because honestly, okay. they're, they're a scary team. Their high press was fucking scary. Really? And you know what? We're very lucky that all our, our whole back line played amazing. They kept the ball. They didn't lose it. Ter Stegen is a fucking phenom he had like a quadruple save i saw or something, bro juggling something like the ball on the line man if he's a phenom even with his feet he was playing uh balls from the back all game he got a record uh, amount of passes for a goalkeeper or something like that in la liga so a goal from griezmann a goal from griezmann very good uh pass from messi so yeah. you know what I, just, I really it, liked what I saw this game. A good three points, a solid three points. Be, it could just be a, maybe a side effect from losing his key man as far as up top. But from what I see, he's leading the the goal scoring in La Liga at 14 goals, and he's leading the assist uh, in La Liga at 12. For me, that tells me his production is on, is is perfect. I, I don't see any. I, I get it that he's having a bit of a goal drought, but I'm not worried for him yeah. at all. He's still providing apples. That's so. it. Providing Not everything scoring, you can. So. Giving us instead. How do you like them apples? And, and just to uh, finish off La Liga and to uh, bounce off what I was saying last week about uh, Barcelona being able to sign someone, uh, they were able to prove that Usman Dembele is out for more than five months. He's officially out for six, which is fucking insane. Uh, so they now have until March 6th to sign a player. And um, it's looking like it's going to be Angel from Hitafe, who actually scored a nice volley against us. So we're going to see what happens, and I'll keep everyone updated next episode if uh, we get a signing. Perfect. Cool. So we're going to move on to uh, Bundesliga. Uh, Robert Lewandowski, who earlier in the season became the first player in history to score in the first 11 matches of the Bundesliga. Uh, he could break Gerd Müller's record of 40 goals in a single season, Good. achieved by the German in the 1971-72 season. He could also become the first Bayern player to win the European Golden Shoe since Gerd Müller in 1972. Will he do it? And another, another thing I want to add about Robert Lewandowski is that he's the first player to score 40 goals for club and country in a year. So Not will he deal. get the Golden Shoe over uh, Chiro? I, I highly doubt that. Okay. It's, uh, you said for Europe, right? Yep. That's my question. Eesh. No, I don't think he's going to beat uh, Immobile. Immobile. If, if Immobile he, continues, I've, yeah. But will he get the Bundesliga record? For sure. Yeah. I, I really do believe yeah. he's looking uh, like a fine wine, man. He's just getting better with time. And it helps that, like we said, we've said countless times, is that now with a healthy Bayern, it helps his production a lot. Yeah. So you're saying that he, okay, so your prediction is that he'll win the, 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 the Bundesliga scoring title, but not the European But not one. the European. Tommy? I think he's going to win it all. Both of them? Yeah. Lewandowski. Yeah, stop. No, no, Yeah, don't worry. I'm going to say that too. But no, I just find how Lewandowski, and I was waking up, like I told you guys when he was on his goal drought, he's scoring a goal, two goals every single game, and he scored a cracker of a goal last game against Frankfurt. So I think it's just on the up for him. And it's going to be neck and neck with him in Immobile. I'm not taking anything away from Chiro, 
But I think Lewandowski. I know, guys. I'm. Not, <laughs> I've been saying this all in one breath, but yeah, every time I talk about Lewandowski, I get a bit excited. You so know, I think he's gonna win it. You Go know, George. You know what? I wouldn't uh, for Golden Boot. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't cancel out Cristiano Ronaldo. For, for Europe. the European Golden Shoe. He has how many goals? Oh, it's true because he's he's scoring now at a like at a ridiculous. It's he true. has twenty. He's, okay. Mm. He he literally stopped scoring because he was he didn't play against. Uh, you know what? Play. I don't think anybody other than you would have brought that up. So I'm happy that you did because I think he's doing it, but he's doing it in a sneaky way. Like he's coming up to the the ladder Ever, since December. He's been. That's a it. very good point. Uh, so we'll definitely keep an eye on Ronaldo and like that just keep an eye, Like just keep an eye on him. Absolutely. I'm, he might not win it. He he might he might not. But just keep an eye on him. It's ten games in a row. That's he's it. Scored, so yeah, I mean, so. he's doing something right, and For sure. uh, he could definitely catch up. Now, don't forget, I think Immobile has, what, 26? 26. 26. And he so, had 26 last season. Right. And so it's and, February. And Ronaldo's six away. So he can catch up, definitely. For sure. Definitely. Two, two hat-tricks. I agree. Yeah. Uh, and did you want to give your prediction for that? Is Lewandowski going to win the Golden Shoe? The European one. I mean, it's tough. Uh, between the two, I don't, I don't know. Uh, they're both super informed. I mean, if, honestly, I'll just be biased and involve my fra. Chiro, I think. My friend. Uh, but like I said, they both deserve it. So who's going to top the other? I have no idea. We'll wait and see. Okay. That's fair. Uh, I'm going to say that uh, say it all. he could definitely take the, the, Germ- the, the German uh, golden boot, the Bundesliga golden boot. Now, the European one, I think you guys have a – I think Chiro can probably take that one. I agree. Uh, I'm not saying that it's easier maybe for him to score than Lewandowski is in Germany. I'm just saying that with what Chiro has done this year, I just feel like he can probably take it this year. I think he has a very good chance, especially with Messi having this this bit of a goal drought, so he's not he's not giving them that much of a threat. And Mbappe, who's not the, not he's not struggling, but he's not pr- uh, producing goals as much as he was last season. So Chiro kind of has this. Um, not shortcut, but he, he basically has a better chance this year than he would have had any other season. But the the way I see it is like if you were to compare just like Messi and Chiro, I know it's two right. two completely different players in two completely different positions. Messi has what twelve assists, thirteen assists? Yes, like twelve assists. Whereas Chiro only has three. But Chiro is like a pure, pure, pure goal scorer, number nine striker. That's his job. That's what he does, right. and that's you know that's what he's been doing. Right. You know so. Okay. Perfect. Uh, we'll move on to the next topic. Um, so listen to this. I'm listening. The, the Dortmund chief hands Joachim Watzke. This is what he said, okay? He said, deciding to let uh, Paco Alcacer go was easy. <laughs> and I'll, I'll let you know what uh, his quote. We have other players who can play the role of Paco, but we never had a guy like Erling Haaland before. The decision to let Paco go was easy. Strikers who don't play quickly get dis- uh, dissatisfied. And I want to know your thoughts on that. Dissatisfied? Yeah, like he got dissatisfied if he because wasn't he playing. Wasn't playing. Oh. I mean, it's normal. And the ch- and the, the doorman chief, I'm assuming by those comments, is is stating that because he wasn't getting his way, he performed uh, poorly on purpose. Poorly on purpose. Mm. What would you do if Gotze is getting more playing time than you? What would you do if you're sitting on the bench like, oh, who's taking my spot? Gotze. Yeah, who's right. not even a striker? Considering what Paco has been doing the past couple of seasons for Dortmund. I'd be I'd be really pissed also. So I I, I don't agree with the, the the chief. You know, there's two sides of the coin, mate. 
I think uh, honestly, it was a rough divorce. They could have they could have parted in in a much better uh, term, especially considering I'm gonna piggyback off of what Tommy's saying. Like he had a great Starting. start of his career for Dortmund, scoring all kinds of goals. Then he gets injured, and then they say they basically tell him to fuck off and stay on the bench. And you're now you're blaming it because he was dissatisfied. Give me a break, man. Of course you're gonna be dissatisfied. You're not getting a, a proper opportunity after coming back from injury. So. I think Dortmund could have handled his situation a lot better. And you know what? They're lucky they had a player like Allen to rely on at that exact moment. Or else they'd, they'd be screwed right now. Thank you. Actually, I'm, I'm happy you said that because that was the point that I was going to bring up. Is that if Haaland didn't do as well as he did, I don't think he would have been as confident saying these things. For sure. 100%. Yeah. So I feel like... It makes sense what you're saying is that how because Haaland's performing so well, he's able to confidently say, you know what, we have Haaland, like we don't care yeah. that we gave up Paco. But he doesn't have them in Champions now, League. What I'll, exactly. So what I'll say is that I disagree with the fact that letting Paco go was easy because I would rather have Paco than Gotze up top, obviously, for obvious reasons. Uh, and the fact that you could have used Paco in Champions League while yeah. Haaland would be performing well in, in Bundesliga, you could have had the, that one-two punch. Uh, I totally disagree with having to uh, to let him go like the way they did. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it shows that there, something must have happened. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, obviously. I'm just saying that like beef. what I think. But it was you clear know. beef, especially by those arrogant comments yep. I had. It was clear beef between the two. I mean, considering how well Dortmund do with uh, with player buying and selling, it's one case out of the the so many. I wouldn't. I wouldn't make a big stink about it. And they made a bit of money off of that Paco deal. Pretty sure. I think. It, yeah, I think it was like thirty mil with uh, Villarreal. No. Where did he went? Five oh, yeah. mil and he went they, to Villarreal. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, maybe they broke even. Sorry, I'm wrong. I think yeah. they broke even. So in the deal. good on them. And even at that, just to kind of uh, uh, stay behind Paco on this one, he's performing well for Villarreal. I know it's only been a couple of games. But yeah. he's producing. His first game, he scores. His first game, he scored. And I think the second game he played, he got an assist. So he's producing for the club. Yeah. And uh, we're very happy. We, we all love him. I know that we've spoken yeah, about him man. a couple of times, uh, whether it was on the pot or not. And we've all... I, I, I love, I love uh, Paco. I think he's a great player. I think he just needs the right club to, uh, to push him in the right direction. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah, I think very so. Fair. Perfect. Um, so Leipzig get their first win in a month. So these guys have been struggling... Uh, for the last 30 days. And they've been top of the table. And like they've we been mentioned. top of the table. So you know what? They're, they uh, basically were having trouble being the top dogs of the league. So uh, we've said constantly about Leipzig is that every year they're, they're growing, but they're having trouble learning from their past experiences. They're having trouble learning how to keep leads, how to keep the table. Um, and basically I wanted to know what you guys think of this stat that they, they, it was their first one in a month think that they could do a lot better than how they've been performing lately um they have the quality and the roster to do it uh the roster depth i mean especially with those two mm-hmm. uh signings we mentioned before angelino and uh, olmo mm-hmm. um they need to to get stepping because uh if they continue dropping points that as they've been doing the past month they're they're not gonna get that bundesliga title and obviously they're in the fight this year, so yep. it's not every year you could say you're in the fight for the Bundesliga title with juggernauts uh, such as Bayern Munich, you know. So if if it's any year, 
they need to they need to light a flame under us yeah. now. And you could even argue that it might even be too late because they might, they've, they've dropped so many points already while they were at the top yeah. that they maybe could have cost their season already. I think it's fair to say that. They could have had a nice, comfy lead, seriously. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think it's fair to say. Um, seeing this stat for me, the biggest worry I have for the club is not even just this season alone. It's more about losing top players in the summer. Whether that's Timo Werner, whether that's Upamecano, um, for me as they're a club, gonna lose them one hundred percent. They're losing right. Them. So that, that's my worry for the club. And the biggest person on RB Leipzig's radar out of the whole roster is not even Werner. It's Upamecano. He's had he's had the most eyes on him, the most teams asking for him, inquiring about him. So if I have so if I have to say what player is guaranteed gonna leave in the summer, it's Upamecano. He's a center back. Yes. Yeah. And uh, center backs like him don't come around. Too there often. you go. Yeah. And speaking about Upamecano, is that our Champions League game against them on Wednesday? He's not allowed playing because he's on a red card. Ooh. So they're without Upamecano, Willy Orban, and Ibrahim Konate. That's their three big center backs. Lipstick is still gonna win. <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> I'm not an asshole. I'm just gonna laugh. No, no, I'm saying no, him. Alex is an asshole. No. I but just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys want to throw anything else about uh, Leipzig? Um, just the fact that the 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 that they did play Bayern and Mönchengladbach the past month. So, but the other two two games that they had that month, they could have easily won. So, bit of a toss up, but. But they have. The, the but point you know was, what? Those two games that you're saying they could have easily won, they could have gotten an extra two to three points, and for they sure, yeah, been at least uh, five points ahead of Bayern Munich yeah. now instead of one point behind them. It's like every game counts, table. man. It's crazy. It's nuts, yeah. and that's why that goes back and to they what have I said Dortmund before. breathing down their necks and Motion Gladbach. And that's Sorry. another thing too, Dortmund. Yeah. Fuck. Dortmund now with with these big wins that they're making now, they're 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 gonna make a serious. But don't push. forget they lost last week also to Bayern Leverkusen, so they're not. And the clear also. They've been dropping right. points too. The only team that has been consistent and destroying everyone is Bayern Munich. And, I, and like Alex said, a healthy Bayern is a scary Bayern. Yep. And that's the team that's been the most consistent in this league. Those other teams need to really step it up and stay consistent because Bayern's going to walk away with another title. And, and like Antonio said before, this season was such a big um, opportunity for those three clubs. So Mönchengladbach, who at one point did have the first place spot, I don't know if Dortmund ever claimed the first nope. place spot. I don't no, think they did. Nope. But Leipzig did claim it, so I feel like they must they must be like just going crazy right now. Just the fact that they've lost so many points in the last month alone, where it could potentially harm this season's results yep. or end results. Yeah. Um, I just want to shout out Dortmund. Yeah. They actually killed it four nothing against Frankfurt. Fucking mm-hmm. Holland getting another goal, even though he was shut out last game. People, yeah. shut your mouths. Yeah, they were, they were way too quick to judge him. Fuck, a little yeah. fun fact about Haaland. Out of all the goals he scored for Dortmund, this was his first goal with his right foot. Wow. Because he's a lefty, right? He's so a lefty. He, yeah. he favors his left foot. But I don't think he necessarily has a weak foot. I've seen him score goals with his right. And he's, he's a striker. He's man. just a phenomenal yeah. striker, and he's he, they're so lucky to have him. Sancho, too, getting on the board. Good for him. Sancho has been absolutely ridiculous. On fuego. I think yeah. he has the same stats as Messi. Uh, it, that's a good point. It's around. I think that's, it's. Uh, I think he has twelve goals and thirteen assists. Thirteen goals. Thirteen goals and thirteen assists. Yeah. yeah. Messi has fourteen. So Close he's, he's right hey, up there. With he's right there. Hey, we're talking about a nineteen-year-old, eh? Yeah. Haaland's already in top ten. 
Top ten in, in goals. Bundesliga, yeah. yeah, that's uh, that's nuts. That is yeah. nuts. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, he's one goal behind for me. He's number eleven, basically. So for me, that tells me a lot about his uh, what he can do in the Bundesliga, and just imagine what he can do with a full season under him next season. Which is why I think Sancho's not leaving. Oh, I I I, I don't think Sancho's gonna leave. I think the rumors are, you know, cute. Yeah. But uh, the rumors, by the way, were mostly to uh, either Chelsea or Man United. So yeah, just to let the people Please. know. He's coming Sancho, in the summer. Don't go to United. Oh, my God. I, I totally agree. If, if he goes there, he's just going to ruin his career. So, okay, if he were to leave, where would you want to see him go? Nowhere. He's staying. I Listen to the question. If he were to go. If he were to leave, where... Would you want to Even see though him? you guys are a rival to us, I'd rather him go to Chelsea than Man United. 100%. Yeah, if I, he, he's, yeah. I, yeah, he's right. If I had to choose between the two, because United is absolute Any dog shit. Any young player who puts well, on that United I mean, jersey, man, their career goes to... I mean, the they're gutter. not dog shit. They beat Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't, no, mean, but it doesn't mean that Chelsea... Chelsea's probably a better team on paper. Three three times we played United, and they beat us all three times this year. Yeah, but look at the table. Three. I know. Uh, two two were in the Premier League. You're the other comparing head to head. I know. I'm Again, just saying performances. You know, obviously. I'm just trying to look at performance based. They perform better. I just think that Chelsea has a better team on paper. And just mm-hmm. to add another point. Looking at how Frank Lampard has been dealing with his youth players, I think uh, for Jaden to go to a to a top tier team, it would be a much better option for him to go to Chelsea just because of the way Lampard. Um, works with the youth. Yes, Great point. Exactly. Especially, I agree. Especially with the Zayac signing too. Yeah. Yep. I know we're really sidetracking now, but what's going on with Paul Pogba? Paul Pogba. Uh, put in the chat. I, I think. I think they're going back and forth with Mino Raiola and uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Mino Raiola is his ma- is, is his agent. Agent. Uh, crackhead. Yeah. Oh, super okay. agent. <laughs> he's a super agent basically, and he's. I think he said a couple of. He made a couple of comments. Uh, and then they're basically in another battle because you know, without Pugba, you can't get Pugba without transfer uh, rumors. Rumors. You know what I mean? Because you know he's not happy or whatever the hell he is. But this time it's getting pretty juicy. No, or I is mean, it just always, another? It's, it's always an, look at Pugba. Every time his name comes up in the news, it's always about a transfer to somewhere else. Basically, what he said. This is from Fabrizio Romano. Uh, quote: uh, Pugba is not mine, and for sure not Solskjaer's property either. Uh, Paul is Paul Pogba's. You cannot own a human being already for a long time in the UK or anywhere else. I hope Shosha doesn't. I hope Shosha do, don't want to. Can't speak English. <laughs> don't want to suggest that Paul is his prisoner. Um, Shosha should inform himself about my words. I am free to express my thoughts. Until now, I was maybe nice to him. Uh, Shosha should just remember things that he said this in the summer to Pogba. I think Shosha may be frustrated for different reasons. That's pretty big news, though. It's big news. These are, these are bold statements. They are, but uh, Minarella is a snake, Oof. and I don't, I don't really? trust him. He's not scared to, to speak his mind at all. Yeah, okay. he's like, I don't know about this. I and these are all mind games that that come from him. Mm. I don't believe Pugba has a really a, an idea or a thought into any of this. I think Mino is just kind of telling him behind the scenes what to do, what to say, mm-hmm. and how to start shit mm-hmm. to get what he wants. That's mm-hmm. personally what I think. Okay, and so you, you think, think he's it, in it for his own? Interest. Yeah, and to get the best possible deal for Pogba. For a, Pogba. That, well, that's what I'm saying. He's a wizard. Away he's a, that, that, that's what I'm saying. He's a what? A wizard in terms of getting the best deal, deal. for his clients. He's very good, but, but it's because he's a snake he's, too. He's also Ibra's agent. Don't forget. Yeah. I see. I see. The Lick's agent too. Okay. 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 So, so with that, do you think he's going to leave in the summer? 
Pogba? Yeah. yeah. I think, I think so, this is the summer. This is why I'm asking, though, you know? Yeah. I think he, this is I, leading up to what's going to It's, it's, it's going to happen. It. Yeah. I, I, think, I think Man United are going to be better off. And what, what I say by that is that Pogba brings too much drama with him wherever he goes. Uh, that's the only stain I have on him because I love Pogba as a player. I think he, he's such an incredible talent. But because of maybe the way he goes about things in the locker rooms, uh, it causes way too much of an issue and, mm. uh, and a cancer. Yeah. And uh, he's proven to be that in the last two years. Yep. So that's the only bad thing I have to say about Paul Pogba. And I know he's going to have a big Euro Cup in the summer. So I know. Uh, you see, there you go. To, to add, I, like, you know, just to add more to his name yeah. in, the, in, the, in, the, in the summer. Mm-hmm. If he's For, healthy. If he's healthy, yeah. you know. Which every player who's injured right now, when it comes to, to putting on their, their country's badge, yeah. they're yeah. going to... Right away, um, get healthy and play. I'm sure him also doesn't want to miss uh, Champions again. Um, and even for United's perspective, sell him, man, because like you mentioned that, Alex's point, he is, I mean, it's, it's clear that he is a problem in the room for whatever reason, either he's too cocky or whatnot. But use the funds you're going to get from him. Probably, you're going to get a lot. Probably because he's going to have also probably a solid Euro as well. And for what his name is. And rebuild. Again, which they, they desperately need to do because their their top their um their top eleven is not strong at all. Let's be honest. So where does he go from here? Real. Real? Real. Straight up. For me, that's the only option unless he goes or back Juve? to Juve. Though Juve, Juve yeah. or Real, that's what I'm saying. There's no other possible option for him, in my you, opinion. You, Antonio, what do you think? I think he's been linked to uh, Real uh, for the last couple of years. Uh, if his buddy Mbappe goes there, and they could uh, link up. And uh, Real Madrid could uh, deal with the financial fair play rule and not spend too much money on those two players, then, uh, yeah, then definitely they'll be uh, together. Real Madrid. Real Madrid. Yep. Perfect. Okay, so let's get back on track here. Sorry about that. That's all right. (laughs) Uh, Let's go to uh, Serie A. Uh, What a massive game. Lazio Inter. Fun game. Lazio getting the win. It was 2-1, I believe. Yeah. Yep. Um, The Italian report, or sorry, an Italian report, um, uh, spoke about the penalty awarded to Lazio, and they said that it was kind of controversial. Um, I think we all saw the the penalty here. Um, I'll say that it was a little soft. It soft. was a very light kind of touch, and, and Immobile kind of took advantage. Took it now, down. granted, there, it's the ref's call at the end of the day. If he's going to give it to you, you got it. You win that battle. I'm okay with it. Some I've heard, and I've and I've read articles where. Players have watched videos of how to properly fake uh, getting hit what, or what touched, surprise whatever, You know what I mean? So for me, he won that battle. They called it too bad. I'll say this with your opening statement. I'm going to say this. Which game isn't controversial? Which game doesn't have controversy? Right. So at the end of the day, man, flip of the coin, 50-50. It went Lazio's way okay. and not Inter Milan. I totally agree. Uh, I'm just going to say it was a bit soft on on my personal opinion and I'll also say that I'm a bit surprised that an Italian ref gave that type of call because they're usually reputable to let uh, things go unlike uh, leagues like uh, La Liga or or Eredivisie or EPL no no EPL is very hard hitting EPL is not considered in that category or, uh, French uh, French league for sure French. they're definitely uh, <laughs> more tactical French. so I'm just gonna say that that's my two cents you went. Yeah, no, it's a, it, was a, it was a bit soft. I mean, it is what it is. I'm not going to use that as an excuse for the loss there. 
Uh, I mean, I don't know if Conte is, but if you want to win the league, that's what's going to happen. You have to go through. Uh, You're not going to win it with excuses. At the end of the day, both teams had 90 minutes to play. Yep, exactly. And that was uh, the goal to, to tie it up. So they were on a level, level playing field at that point. Yep. So they took the lead right before the half. And I then, mean, uh, for me, a team, those two caliber teams, Lazio was playing at home. So very tough for Inter to get a win there. Yeah, Roman stuff. And just to kind of add to uh, this incredible victory for Lazio, uh, they're unbeaten in 19 games which is just absolutely unreal, unreal and uh, we're all so happy for them as a club too because we, we've seen them perform well over the last couple of years. They mm-hmm. have nice players. Um, so it's nice to see a team like this at their second right now. Yep. Now they're which is one point behind Juve uh, and Inter are uh, basically two or three. And, three if we, and, if, and if we go to our first episode ever, they weren't even like a thought. It was just about Juve Inter as usual, yeah. obviously. But just to see a team come out of nowhere like this. Creeping up. Creeping up, you yeah. know, getting that second place after a big win for a big team. Granted, they didn't have uh, their captain Handanovic with them. But for me, it's still a massive win. 19 games is crazy. Yep. 19, 19 games. 19 games unbeaten. Yep. That's massive, huge, massive. Uh, it's like every weekend there's a twist in Serie A. This season, they are the league. Absolutely. Large, man. Yep. Yep. That's a good point. Um, let's talk about uh, Juve's uh, center back uh, Chiellini, who's back now. And basically, my question is: is what does this mean for Juve's back four going forward? Go on. That's a very good question. Um, first of all, got a fucking standing ovation when he came on. Yeah, just, to sh- just to show his impact. It was after six months, right? He was gone uh, six since the beginning, yeah. since the fall. Uh, huge man, because right now, like I, we've been saying, every single last. 17 episodes before this one. Um, they're not stable. I think that's a perfect way to describe them in the back and the mid. So he's, I mean, yeah, so Gigi can only scream so much on the bench. So he's going to fucking ignite a spark in that desire to win and bring back that champion mentality because they're not showing it at all. So he's just mm. going to provide that extra leadership that's not on the field right and now. And he literally came back at the perfect time possible. Yep. Right like before right before Champions, Champions, Champions League. League. My, my biggest thought when it comes to Chiellini is, is he's such a commanding officer for the team. Uh, whether it's on the field or off the field, you can tell that he, he's such a big presence. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, this is a, a, an incredible boost for the team, especially for the Champions League season, I'll say. Is he allowed to play Champions League? Of course. He's on the squad list? list yeah. He's on the squad list? Yeah. Okay, I was just and checking. And the game right after, they're playing Inter March 1st. And you could best than be sure he's going to be on the top 11. Speaking of Inter versus Juve, on the same day is also a Clásico. Wow. At the same time. Oh, my no, Lord. I, I mean, we're going to have to go to the sports to station or yeah. uh, Brasserie or something. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll make it work. Whatever we do, we'll make it work and we'll watch it together. Yeah. I think it's going to be an incredible uh, soccer-filled day. Yep. To add to that point, too, I, I, I find, too, like, he also just... I don't know what it is, but he just adds to Bonucci's game. Like, and Bonucci yep. just significantly improves. It's just a good pairing, yeah, yeah for like, sure. Yeah. Like now, like this season, he's had his moments there where he hasn't too too stable there. 
But like when he when they're together, it's just I don't know what it is between those two men. I, de- I definitely agree that they understand they understand each other so well, and I like this also for Delict where he can kind of take a step back a bit and just kind of learn from them a little more, yeah. and then when he gets that opportunity again to start, he'll be stronger. That's how I see yeah. it. He, so, he deserves a breather. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. He's had a lot of pressure on his shoulders for yeah. his first season with Juventus. He's done uh, well though. He's done. He's done he's okay. Done decently he's well. done pretty yep. good. Yep. Right. Good? Yeah, yep. I mean, uh, next game, I think they should still. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming they want to start Chiellini against Lyon. So give the starting uh, lineup to the Lit again. They're playing Spal. So, and then yeah. make Chiellini come off the bench again. Uh, same thing. Perfect. I uh, just want to shout out that Dibala free kick. Absolutely insane. nuts. Classic. Dibala taking the mantle after uh, basically Cristiano not starting that game or even rested. on the bench, eh? He was rested. He was rested yeah. So. Good on him. He fixed up his hair this game. Yeah, this time <laughs> looked uh, like he, he didn't look like he came out of bed. Out of bed, legit. Uh, no fucking. No, but I think you're you're totally right about that, man. He looked like he came out of bed yeah, last game. No pace in compared his hair. to this game. Yeah, that's he looked a, ready this that's game. That's hilarious. So my friends are judging the play of a player based on the, his, his hair. hair. His fatigued. His he fatigue. looked tired. No, well, like the game, game the weekend before. That's when they lost against Ellis. When he came on, dude. First of all, you play like ass. No, I know. I'm just but like when coming onto the field, like he looked destroyed. I mean, obviously we're just talking out of our ass. We don't know how he's feeling, but based on Looks, how he's how he's looking, uh, how he was performing too. And, uh, so that's my point. But in terms of free kicks, though, like challenge <laughs> Ronaldo, man, take a seat because you guys can't get it done. I just find it funny how every time someone scores a free kick for Juventus. It's not Ronaldo, and Ronaldo's always either on the bench or he's not playing, and I, I feel like it's putting... No, but that's why I just said, to t- take a step aside, Ronaldo, let uh, other guys... But which, uh, they, which they won't do, though. He will never do that. Nope. That's true. At some that's point, point, he needs though. to learn that he is not the best at free kicks. I'll say that he's, out there right I, now. I agree 100%. John, not best. He's absolutely fucking trash. I agree. Yes. Well, this is coming from a Juve boy. No, even before with Real. He cannot take free kicks, bro. He had his moments with he United. Had moments, yeah. People had this mentality of him being a good free kick taker. He's, he's not. He's taking some with Real, though. He's not. Yeah, I'm he has, but... Sorry. No, but... Uh, in accuracy. I, I definitely agree with, uh, with Anthony on this one, is that I think if you go see how many he's made versus how many he's, he's taken... Yeah. It, it's a, I'm pretty sure it's, it's a bad uh, percentage yeah. or ratio. Definitely, I'm, I'm confident. Penalties. Yeah, I'm, I'd say penalties. stick the penalties. Him and Messi or vice versa in terms of Messi cannot take penalty shots for to save his life. Yeah, whoa, whoa, uh, relax there, buddy. I, I I agree though. I, I, I Messi, but I, I'm, I'm on, I'm on but, with uh, uh, with Diso here. But free kicks, he's a fuck, bro. He's a master. No, you have to Messi describe could further. take penalties. He just uh, he. It's a left-footed bunders. curse. It's a left-footed curse. He, he fucks up here and there, <laughs> but he could take penalties. <laughs> fucking dickheads. And George uh, George looked at me very weirdly for that. You never heard of that? I've, this is the first time I hear about this. I don't Let's know if anybody remember else? Uh, him hitting the post against Chelsea in 2011. Oh, yeah, I remember. The semifinals. <laughs> left-footed curse. <laughs> no, but, but players that are left-footed, this, yeah. we they, they, there's a stat that... Um, it's weird. Yeah. It's very weird for left-footed. Even Lukaku went under the radar for that because he's missed a lot too. And, he's left, and left-footed players that take penalties have a like they just struggle for some reason. Well, there's okay. your fun fact so, of the day. So this is a uh, post from uh, SportBible.com. Cristiano Ronaldo is statistically the second worst free kick taker in Serie A history. There you so, go. Wow. So if that doesn't tell you what we were just talking about, I don't know what will. True. You could take. He's a penalty shot wizard. He never misses. I've never seen him miss. <laughs> to be honest with you. 
Uh, so it's true. Okay. Uh, well, um, Atalanta continue to establish themselves as not a, a one-season wonder team. Can they continue the way they're doing? You want to start with me? Sure, go for it. Um, I mean, they could do it. I mean, like Jordan made a comparison to uh, Getafe uh, before with Leicester. Another team to compare them to, minus the league title. Um, they're solidifying their spot in fourth place for the Champions League. They beat Roma, which was a huge win because they're up their ass too. Now they're six points ahead. Mm. And I think they're not, they're not going away anytime soon, but the only way they can really maintain their team intact is, I mean, Gasparini, the manager, is not going to go anywhere, so that's good. He's an incredible manager. But the star players like Gomez and Zapata, they need to they stay, man. Question mark. Oh, yeah. This you know summer. what, though? Uh, Zapata stayed last year even though there were so many transfer rumors that he was going to leave. He was linked leave, to a lot, yeah. And he was linked especially heavily with uh, Atletico. And the fact that he stayed kind of tells me that there's something there. They're having fun. They're having fun. They're, they're playing well. They got Luis Muriel to team up with him and to, to produce goals. Um, like Anthony has said countless times, they, they have a great uh, team sheet. They just need to fill in maybe a couple little holes that they have to become that uh, top three scare, uh, sorry top three level team for top uh, three contender contender that's what I want to say thank you yeah, yeah. they gotta keep the boys together so that's yeah. the only way to be honest unless they find a replacement for whoever leaves which right. uh, how do you replace Alejandro Gomez nah, with the money that you get yeah exactly if it's a big price tag on his you head won't, no, but you won't get a lot from him though when you're at Atalanta bro it's not really an attractive name to I mean yeah, uh, if you make Champions League second year in a row yeah, I know. Champions League, is, Champions League is a really big attractive, attractive <laughs> attraction for players. Like, yeah. Yeah, and it's not too bad because they're at, it's uh, right outside of Milan, so it's still a pretty uh, solid city. Anthony's and, point is just that it, it's it's going to be hard to replace him. He's done he's done so much for the club and yeah, yeah. to where he's brought them. Yeah. And to see uh, a final player who's going to be down. Exactly. You know, so. Yeah, take over those boots definitely. Did you guys want to add something for Atlanta season? No. You guys are okay with what he said? All in yeah, all, yeah. entertaining. Perfect. Yeah. Elicic, um, continue getting me those goals for fantasy. Please and thank you. You're still going to finish behind me, but it's okay. Coming for you like the real tiburon that I am. I was going to move on to Ligue Did you guys want to see anything else for City A or are you guys okay for this week? And do you have any honorable mentions? Napoli actually won. Oh, fuck. Other than that. Who'd they win against? Cagliari. Oh, shit. I told you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Where was that? Uh, wow, Pedro now, huh? <laughs> Jackass. Yeah, and who else but fucking Dries Mertens to score? Now He's coming he, to Montreal, now, trust. That is back. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Stop. There's no way. I think we're ready to move so on. I, I think we're ready to move on. I agree. Uh, let's finish off uh, the five leagues with Ligue 1. Uh, PSG Amien. So uh, you guys April. could just stop the episode now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I love it. I, I, if it looked to me, I would. You know, uh, you know when you stay on the phone and someone hangs up? Yeah. <laughs> no, but guys, he's, he's not lying. Uh, listen to this. PSG Amien, eight goal thriller. Um, just goes to show PSG struggles so much without their, their two top guys in yeah. Mbappe and Neymar. Amien going 3-0 at the half. Yeah. And then the game nuts. ending. They were four going four. crazy. The game ended 4-4, four, four, goal thriller, crazy news. But the second you go into the, 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 the team sheet, you see that Neymar and Mbappe weren't there. Kind of goes to show, you know, there, there wasn't that uh, that flair maybe in the game that they were missing. 
Uh, go for Tom. I know you want to say something. Cavani had an off game. Okay. If it was if Cavani was on, like in form like how he's been in the past couple games, they could have easily gotten three more goals from him. Yeah. Just that uh, last 10 minutes, he blundered, uh, yeah, yeah, two opportunities. At Bottom least. right, his header point blank right in front. Classic Cavani would put those in. But uh, PSG got away with a point there, uh, and I, I don't see this harming their table at all. Oh, at all. Uh, I think uh, they're going to win Liga. Uh, Doesn't make a dent. Yeah, I what agree. I, what I just want to say on that game is what I've mentioned previously uh, before about PSG is that, uh, yes, they have the superstars up front, but if uh, that back line it just isn't solid enough, period. Yep. And you know what? I don't see them advancing in Champions League with that back line. The defense does win you championships in the long run, especially in a tournament. But you can play. say the same thing about Dortmund. Thank no, you. but the, no, no. But for PSG's point, just to kind of uh, reply to Antonio for what he said, was that I think they're resting a lot of their their big defensive names. Yeah, because Thiago Silva, I don't think he played for the Dortmund he game. He, he did. did play. He started. He, yeah. he started. Oh, he fuck. got off. Because he got injured, right? But the re- the rest of the back four were Marquinhos. like uh, oh, pro- you're, no. You're right. Uh, they had Bernard Herrera yeah. as yeah. right back. That, that's so what, yeah. I think they're resting a lot of their guys. Look at that formation. Four two two two. <laughs> They've been playing like that for like a solid month now. And since we're since we're talking about uh, the Dortmund game, uh, Neymar and Mbappe are included and will play against Dortmund first leg. I think that's. You think it's going to go a high scoring or uh, you think they're going to surprise both, us all and with, be like 1-1? One, one, with two, both two. their defenses, I see a 3-3 game right there. <laughs> and don't forget, you're taking away Dorman's really strong power right now and Haaland, who's not included exactly. in Champions League. Oh. Exactly. So that takes away big scoring threat because who they're going to rely on? Jaden Sancho. Yeah. And this is, a perfect, this is a perfect segue, guys, to end the podcast. What I want to do right now is go around quickly. Uh, and we're going to give our predictions very fast for the first leg games. Oh, okay, so listen to this. We have, uh, obviously, Dortmund versus PSG. Antonio, first for, leg. Uh, where are they playing? In uh, Dortmund? Uh, let me double check. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Don't forget, it's the first leg. You're not giving a prediction for the for the. No, the I know, thing. I know. Um, yeah, I think 3-3 three, three, uh, for the game. 3-3? Three, 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 yeah. three, like three, three. Thriller. Uh, Tommy, go for it. Dortmund winning first leg. Dortmund winning first leg. George, I'm gonna I'm gonna edge PSG. Okay. PSG to take it. Three two. PSG. And I'm gonna go with uh, PSG as well. I think with Navas, Neymar, and uh, Mbappe, and maybe Icardi too, they're gonna have enough star power to take over that. Those game. guys are just way too fast for Dortmund's backline. Yeah. But like I said, PSG does not have much of a backline themselves. Agreed. Yeah. But so and especially way, but if they play uh, 4-2-4 again. But at the signal it could go either, with, either way. With Maria, Mbappe, Icardi, and, and Neymar. Oh, my God. They're going to struggle back and there. I don't know what the status is for Thiago Silva, how serious the injury is. I haven't heard anything too. And crazy. that's like their only solid, uh, real solid defenseman Well, there's Kimpepe. I like Kimpepe a lot, but I don't, I don't know if he's ready to command that back line, though. Yeah. Like Thiago, yeah, that's it. You know, Thiago, nowhere close. I agree. Yep. Uh, the next game, this is a big one. Atletico, Liverpool at Atletico. One one. George, it's one one. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I'll go out and say three nothing Liverpool. I'm piggybacking off of George. I say they come out with a tie. Okay. Notorious for their ties. I think they're gonna tie. And uh, I'm going to stay with Antonio on this one, and I think I'm going to go with uh, Liverpool winning that game, the first leg. Especially that they have Mane back. Yeah. 
I, I, I think Liverpool are going to, with ease, I think they're going to beat them. Um, Which, by the way, he scored his 100th BL goal uh, this weekend. Yeah, came on as a sub. Not a big deal. Against I, Nor- guys, and, guys, and he didn't even know about it. He was like, uh, he was told by the reporter. Good and job. He was just in shock. Cause I was like, oh, 100 goals, really? Am I the only person in this room that thinks or that would rather Mane over Salah? Oh, yeah. A thousand percent. Yes. I yes. told you guys in the, I don't know which episode it was, but I'm in love with him, bro. I, I love Salah. Sadio. And you know what? Especially recently, Salah has just been greedier than usual. I don't know what yeah. it is. I think it's just because they know they're going to win the league. So he just has, he wants to get as many uh, individual stats boosted That's, as he can. I, I want Mane Firmino over him any day of the week. I'll take those two over him any day. Uh, when all the individual not putting fame. down Salah there, but no, uh, but I'm just, I'm just if saying. If you had to choose, for his sure, his character changed with all the fame going to your head. Tends to happen with people, so uh, for sure, that's fair. Let's get back on track with the fixtures here. Uh, Atalanta, Valencia. Well, I'm gonna take this one. First leg at at, at Atalanta. Uh, damn, you know what? I'll go two-two, uh, tie. Atalanta winning. Okay. Uh, I don't know, man. I really don't know. If say anything, <laughs> <laughs> you, you got anything that pops to anything, your head. anything. Illichich, you're an idiot. Okay, I'm gonna say a tie as well. I'm gonna go with a one-one as well. Okay. Uh, Tottenham Leipzig at Tottenham. Tommy, <laughs> I'll say right now. I'm not saying biased or anything. Tottenham. Since That's definitely playing, biased. Since we're playing at home, and mm. three of their big defensemen are out, especially Upamecano. How much? How much? How much is going to be, uh, like, what's the score going to score, be? yeah. 3-1 Tottenham. Why, you? 3-1 Tottenham without your goal scorer. <laughs> <laughs> Go, uh, Antonio. Scoring, how many goals have been scoring the past couple of games? Over two. If you think Leipzig is not going to score more than one goal against... Hold on, hold on. Anyways, continue, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> and I, I think, you're gonna I think like everyone's going where I'm going. I think you're going to like what I'm going to have to say. Go, go for it. No, George, go for huh? it. Go for it. 4-1 Tottenham. Thank you. Only because Mourinho studied the game against uh, Leipzig against Munich. Four one, okay. Uh, I'm putting happens, I'm, I'm putting bro, my faith on you, Mourinho. You know what? You should put a bet on that because that's such a crazy bet that you should actually put a bet on it. And if, you, if, if it you, hits, you're making money. I'm telling you, <laughs> he's bro. right. Antonio's like if you strongly whoa. believe that they're gonna win four one, which is outrageous in my eyes. Yeah, make the bet. Bro. So I'm telling I'm, you, Antonio's looking at me right now like the Wolf of Wall Street. Sell me this pen. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, since they're playing in Tottenham and uh, the Leipzig has a couple of their defenders uh, injured or suspended, whatever. Two uh, one Tottenham. Two. That's two one Tottenham. Yeah. I think Spurs are gonna win. Okay. I, I, yeah, I would. Like, I'm not gonna give. Um, uh, yeah, take away an exact picture out, and let's go. I think I'm just gonna say that Lipstick are gonna take the first game, the first leg. <laughs> I'll say Clown. anything to go against Tottenham, basically. <laughs> um, but that kind of covers the underdogs in the in the game. Go check. You could check on the square app. It's Lipsig. Yeah, they're they're underdogs. Lipstick is underdogs. Yeah, yeah. So you too, I would bet. I might do it, actually. You never know. You get three times your money, almost. Uh, and that kind of covers our episode. Um, did you guys want to say anything else before we end it off? Nope. nope. I think that's it, Visca Barca. Lewandowski, period. Because uh, I didn't say it before. <laughs> what up, guys? No. Don't, don't worry. We're going to edit that part out. <laughs> and then come on, you spares, on Wednesday. <laughs> Thanks to everyone for listening. And we'll get back to you guys next week. Thanks for listening, guys. Peep us out on all the social media. Instagram, Twitter. 
you know what to do. Absolutely. At 5-1 formation, take care, comb your hair. Shave down, down there. there. <laughs>